So have you heard about de-schooling or unschooling your kids, but you're not sure exactly what it is, you're not sure how to get started? Well, in this episode, I want to start off a little bit further back and talk about how your traditional school beliefs may be ruining your homeschool right now, or at least causing a lot of roadblocks and making you feel discouraged and how de-schooling and unschooling can definitely help progress you and move you forward. And then I will also share with you how to get started with it. And because I know how challenging homeschooling is in general, I am gifting all of my listeners a free gift. You'll find it in the show notes, but definitely listen to the entire episode so you can understand how to use it for your best advantage. All right, let's get started. Aloha mamas, you've made it to the Homeschooling Entrepreneur Mom podcast. I'm Kavaya Quinn, RN turned full-time entrepreneur and homeschool rock star to five kiddos. I know you're frustrated with homeschooling. You know there's a way to make it fun, but you haven't figured it out yet. And you're overwhelmed with combining homeschool and making money from home. You're wishing for a way to integrate homeschooling and building a business while giving your kiddos the gift of entrepreneurship. So if you're ready to create a homeschool filled with fun and adventures while you're making money, get your favorite mama juice and throw your hair in a messy bun. Let's get to work. Aloha, my mamas. Welcome to another episode. And today's episode, we're talking all about de-schooling and unschooling your kids. And you might be that type of person where like, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I don't know what exactly it means. Maybe you have heard the terms thrown around. I can say when I first started homeschooling, I had no clue what that was about. I don't even think I knew of the terms until maybe a few months into homeschooling. Because what I noticed was happening in my own homeschool was that the transition from regular traditional school to homeschool was pretty rough. It was like over a year and a half of roughness. <laughs> I was getting discouraged. I was threatening to send my child back to public school because I was getting fed up. There was a lot of tears from both him and I, and I just couldn't figure out what was going on. And I, I just said, you know what, maybe this homeschooling stuff wasn't for me. And I was just getting frustrated because what was happening was we weren't finishing the lessons on time or on schedule. I felt like my kid was falling behind. And in my expectation in the beginning, it was like, you're already advanced. I bet you can do awesome at homeschooling. And it just felt like I was failing my kid. I just noticed my kid wasn't interested in some of the curriculum I was doing. And overall, like if you have ever tried box curriculum before, any type of curriculum, they come up with a schedule. And I try to stick as much as I could to that schedule and we couldn't keep up with it. So I was getting discouraged. I was like, this is not for us. Homeschooling might just not be the option, but I didn't want to give up on homeschooling. And so I started digging and trying to find out what was going on. And this was before social media was a thing and you could just like follow someone and, you know, find all the reels and find all the tips. I had no clue. I was like reading blogs or vlogs, blogs, more blogs, some YouTube stuff. And I said, okay, something has to change. And what I realized it was, was that my traditional school beliefs, so I am a graduate of public school 
And what I realized what was happening was my public school ideas, beliefs, things that I was brought up on was basically putting up walls and becoming roadblocks in our homeschool journey. And I was like, oh, that is why it's me. <laughs> and, and what that means is we grow when you grow up in public school, perfect example, you grow up in public school, you're taught to wake up, go to school at a certain time, go to classes at a certain time, you study certain subjects during a certain time frame, you're given assignments, you're given homeschool, I mean homeschool, homework, and then you go home, do the homework, you come back, and it's this idea that everything is supposed to fall in place in a certain order. And when you start homeschooling and you realize that is not really happening at home, you start getting discouraged. You're like, I'm trying to do school with my kid. It's not happening. Why? Or another example would be in traditional school, you would do all your subjects separately. You would have English and you have math and you have social study or history and you'll have some languages or whatever it is that fills up your schedule all in different time blocks. So you try to mimic that same thing in your homeschool and you find out it's taking too long or maybe it's like so short that you don't know if you're even doing enough. You realize some subjects are great, some subjects are hard for your kid and you can't seem to fit it into your homeschool routine and you're like, what is happening? Why is this so hard? Well, when you come to homeschool with traditional school beliefs, now you already set up your homeschool to live up to this certain standard that really isn't meant for your homeschool. Traditional school is meant for traditional school for teaching in groups. That's the best way I can like explain it at the simplest factor. Like when you think of traditional school, it when you actually look at home uh, public school, it was actually made so that um, the middle class people can work in factories so that they can do like line work and they can just follow directions and do the next step and follow the schedule. That's really where public school idea came from. But if you come, hopefully like you'd wish to advance a lot faster. But when I went to school, it was basically very similar to that. But really, it's made in a certain way to teach to the big classes and groups. It is not meant to be uh, personal, custom-made, individualized for your child, which is what homeschool is. Homeschool is for your kid. How can you excel and, you know, make your kid get set up for success by customizing their education to them? So when I realized my idea of uh, homeschool was really a mimic or all the ideas and things I believed in, not believed in, but like grew up in, in public school was basically I was trying to mimic that and it was not working and it will not work. That's why a lot of people get discouraged because your homeschool is not meant to be a public school at home. So that's why de-schooling yourself, starting with you, is so important. If your kid has already gone to traditional school, like public school, private school, whatever it is, it's also important to de-school them. So what is de-schooling? It's basically the transition period from traditional school to homeschooling. 
And like I said, if your kid has also attended traditional school, public school, private school, charter school, whatever it is, both you and your kid will benefit from it a whole lot because it will help change your expectations about homeschool. And this is how you start setting yourself up for success. So de-schooling, that is definitely number one. Super important at the start. How do you do it? Well, I'm going to go up through a brief overview of how you do it. But like I said, go and download my GIF on unschooling and de-schooling. It's a packet that gives you a whole bunch of slides to one of my courses that I made. And I just wanted to give it to you as a Christmas present, like for real. <laughs> I was like, what can I give my listeners? And I actually had one of my friends from high school reach out to me and tell me that she was inspired to homeschool because of me. And I said, hey, you know, I have a podcast. And she was so excited and she shared like about de-schooling and unschooling. And I was like, oh my gosh, I need to do an episode for her about this. And that's what inspired me to give back too. Because I know that when you go through all these slides and you read it and you can see how you can set up your own homeschool for success and go through some handouts. If you're a writing type of person, then that's what it's for. If you just like to look at it and scan through and pick what speaks to you, maybe some exercises to help you and your child amazing that's what this gift is all about so when you open it up and you see how to de-school your kids what it basically is de-schooling is a transition period and it could just be anything that fits you and your family and the basic way i can explain it is that you don't jump into anything anything that remotely looks like school no curriculums. You don't want to go to anything that almost triggers schooling. I guess that's a big, like workbooks or any type of homework kind of thing. What you really want to do during de-schooling is fun activities that you already enjoy with your kids. So here's some quick examples. Me and my kids, we love baking and cooking and we love games. So during a de-schooling transition, what you might want to just focus on is baking with your child, cooking with your child, and it could last for about a week or two or whatever feels right for your family. And the way you know when you're ready to start maybe really um, entering into your homeschool again, and you can do this anytime, you, you can do it right in the middle of your school year if you're noticing something is off, I highly suggest that you take a break and when I mean take a break, it doesn't mean like do absolutely nothing. It means like take a break from all the structure and then do something that brings life, joy, and almost like excitement back into your homeschool. If it's the beginning of your homeschool journey, then this is what it's about. You want to set your homeschool up for excitement. It's not always going to be exciting. That is just my disclaimer. But <laughs> you, you want to set it up to show your kids and yourself like, this is how it can be. And I know how I can now, whenever I get overwhelmed, I can transition back into this to refill your cup again. So another example could be just going on field trips. If you like to visit parks, museums, and things like that, or if you just like to read, reading is so good. Just like have um, Audible on or some, you can read aloud to your kid. You can have quiet reading, you can do poetry, you can do things as a family. Those are all great things. I have a lot more things that you can do in the packet 
like from journals to having great conversations, but it really helps you see like where you can get started. And the thing to take away from this is look at what works for you and your family and apply that. Okay, now what is unschooling? Because I know when I first started looking into de-schooling and unschooling, I thought it was the same thing. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm going to do both I because it's pretty much the same thing. It goes hand in hand. But what unschooling is, it's actually a type of homeschooling method where you don't really use a particular curriculum. Instead, what is happening is your child's interest is kind of navigating where your homeschool goes. And I know that a lot of people who really dive into um, unschooling loves the freedom of it and allows their child to really just go with it. But like with anything, I want to encourage you to know <laughs> that it can be at different degrees because I feel like I don't completely unschool my kids all the time, but it is integrated into our homeschool style. And that is just my permission to you <laughs> to let you know that you do not have to do all in absolutely nothing um, and everything that your kid wants to learn you'll dive into because I know what a lot of people's fears, which was also mine, was like, what if my kid is not interested in anything and then we end up doing nothing? <laughs> and I was like, that is kind of funny. And, you know, like Because I know my kid would be like, I don't want to learn anything today. I'm like, that's not how this works. Anyways, that's my little tangent on unschooling because I know when I first started looking into it, I was like, there is no way I'm going to let my kid dictate what they are learning. <laughs> and in the end, what I realized that works the best when it comes to unschooling is start with a few subjects. Basically it, especially the ones that your kid struggles with. Start unschooling that first. So for example... If your kid definitely hates math, then do not put a math book in front of them or a workbook of all kind of math worksheets and problems and all those things in front of them. If you want to utilize the unschooling method, what you can do is ask them, okay, we still need to learn math. What are some fun ways we can explore it? And you can give them options because I don't expect my seven-year-old to know of different options. So I'll tell them. We can do some STEM projects. We can do some baking and cooking. We can do all of these other things that still include math. It could even be as simple as measuring things around your entire house. Let's start somewhere. And what you're trying to basically do is introduce that subject in a fun way, in an interesting way, in a way that doesn't almost trigger their I hate math feelings. <laughs> and that's kind of my perspective on sharing unschooling because I know it can be very uh, scary, basically, when you're like, I want to let my kid choose all the things. No, because it doesn't have to be all. I highly suggest unschooling for just mainly those subjects that your kid has a hard time with. Start there. If you want to be more um, adventurous and you want to do more subjects, then go for it. Like, there is really no rule behind it all. But what matters the most is your goals and your child's goals for their education and being open to explore different ways to get there. I think that's the best way to explain it. So like I said, in the packet, it goes through how you can unschool, 
different ideas on how you can do both and where to get started. So definitely open it up and gives you some great tips because when you're trying to start de-schooling or unschooling, I do not want to get you overwhelmed. <laughs> you do not have to do both. You can do one or the other, but really be open to trying it. And the reason why I say that is because if you are struggling right now with homeschool, if you feel like every curriculum you put in front of your kid is frustrating, your kid doesn't want to do it, you are getting frustrated with them, you're not finishing things on time, they used to be great at math or used to be great at writing and reading and now they're just showing no interest in it. If things like that are happening in your homeschool, then de-schooling is a great place to start it. De-schooling is just a good reset for any time during um, your homeschool whenever it gets discouraging. Maybe you're getting overwhelmed with too many projects and you're like, oh my gosh, I have to go to homeschooling class. We have to do a curriculum. I'm supposed to be teaching a co-op and things are just piling on. De-schooling is a great way to take a break. And integrating that into your homeschool, like I said before, helps reset everything. Helps you come back to, okay, this is why I started it in the first place. Because when we are in stress, when we are getting discouraged from something that used to bring us joy, then that means we need to say no to some things. Maybe our boundaries are being crossed. Or basically, you're taking on way too much and it's causing your homeschool to be discouraging in the first place. And that's why I love de-schooling, unschooling. And I hope that this gift that I'm giving you, this packet to help you um, utilize it over and over in your homeschool because homeschooling can fit into anyone's life and that's the beauty of it it can be customizable it can be flexible it can teach your child the way they will learn the best and as a parent you can find all the, those ways you don't have to be the one to teach it there are so many resources out there to help you but I know when you're in the thick of it and it's hard and you're tired, and especially during this season when it's Christmas season and all the holidays are coming up and you have all of that stress like piling on, homeschooling kind of gets put on the back burner and gets even more frustrating. Deschooling is a great way to reset. Unschooling is a great way to help you jump back in. All right, my friends, I hope that encourages you during this holiday season. I hope this gift really gives you some encouragement and some few ways and ideas to continue to pour back into yourself so that your homeschool will prosper. And if you have any other topics that you would love for me to talk about, best place to hit me up is on Instagram at Kavai underscore Aquin. I would love to chat with you and if you have a topic that you want me to explore more into, yes, that is a great place to ask me about it. All right, so have a great holiday season. I will see you on the next episode. Hey, mama friend. If this podcast inspired, encouraged, or gave you confidence to take action today, I would love for you to share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Kavai underscore Aquin. Then drop it in a message to another friend who needs to hear it too. The biggest compliment would be for you to take a minute from your busy mama day and leave me a review and subscribe. 
I'm so grateful for you and I'd love to keep this conversation going. The best way to connect would be in my Facebook group, bit.ly slash H-E-M support group. Till next time, lots of aloha. Goodbye.